Welcome back to another episode of Hello Reality, a show brought to you by the two guys who watched the challenge to forget that they're broke and stupid. Joseph, how are you doing, my fellow broke and stupid guy? Oh no, Eric, don't rub it in. I um so sad to see uh, Xavier leave uh, the challenge. My draft pick. Yes, I forgot about all that. Yeah, good pick, Eric. Nice, nailed it. <laughs> you know, we should have known because he wasn't getting like a lot of confessionals in these early episodes uh, from what I was seeing, but it did feel like he was a presence on the season despite that. Um, saving Alyssa and uh, throwing Tiffany under the bus and said that he, I uh, wonder how he feels about that <laughs> looking back right. at that whole situation. Um, who knows how much X really had to play in that, but um, Xavier going home. Quick thoughts, Eric, on this quote unquote big move from Alyssa and Kylan. Okay, let's let's talk real quick, high level before we, you know, reset the show. Uh, I think that I completely agree with Xavier. This looks like such a stupid move to me by Alyssa. And I, I can't help but think that she and maybe Kylan too are playing like people who are more afraid to look stupid than they are playing to win the game. Yes, this was uh, Survivor All-Stars vibes uh, from Kylan oh, and Alyssa nice. here. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, just trying to, like you said, not repeat the same mistakes of their past. And I think letting them, letting that blind them in this decision here to send in Xavier, who would have had their backs, I feel like. I feel like he might have lied to them on Big Brother and everything like that, but that already happened. He feels bad about it. He's going to make it up to you or try to make it up to you somehow. And this was his opportunity to do it. And instead, at two Brute? Yeah, they just wanted him to suffer. It's, yeah. I think it's true, though. If anything, like all the, all the stars are aligned. You got the challenge format. A lot of people can make a final, right? Yes. There's no real reason for him to cut someone like he had to in Big Brother. And on top of that, he's indebted to Alyssa. If she watched the show, she knows how much he genuinely liked her and like would have worked <laughs> yeah. with her if it wasn't for the cookout. You know, wasn't she it's, watching it's the confessionals? Crazy. Say it again. <laughs> wasn't she watching the confessionals? Uh, you know, maybe maybe <laughs> she didn't get around to it. I don't know. The cast has been busy this year. Um, yeah. Those are those are my high level thoughts. Of course, we got trivia to talk about too. Unfortunately, this cast is maybe a little bit smarter than most casts most casts of the challenge so i don't think we got quite as many interesting moments unless you count of course the idiotic mistake of derek to not know who played catwoman according to sarah oh my god get away from me yeah. <laughs> right that was yeah. my reaction too like ew <laughs> derek x moron <laughs> yeah big idiot derek x uh can i ask you something <laughs> do you think if xavier would have been at todrick hall's house hanging out with them over the summer uh, do you think that, that maybe this uh, isn't that big of a deal? Um, yeah. <laughs> Whatever what? okay. resolved their problems. Did he not spend I, I gather... time at Todrick Hall's house with Kylan in them? Uh, believe it or not, I have not been following all of their activities throughout the year, so I'm inferring that Xavier didn't hang out at Todrick's house for six months like the rest of them did. Uh, yes. So, yeah, yeah. I think it just goes to show that Xavier didn't really want the win as much as some other people did. He didn't spend nearly enough time pre-gaming. Yeah, I, I, think, I think we hit the nail on the head there. Um, this, was a, this was a wild move, uh, a redemption episode uh, for some people as well. Um, so yeah, I David, was, yes. like David, we yeah. can't forget that David won yeah. an elimination after all we've been bagging on him this whole season. I have Rightfully to admit so. that this episode made me like him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm back on David. I'm back on David's side. I'm back where I was on big brother 21, where we thought David had potential before he proved us drastically wrong. Um, but this was great for David. I like that he had this moment. Um, and as much as like I like Xavier, you know, he just won Big Brother, so you can't feel too sour about him leaving compared to some others who could have potentially left, like a David. Yeah, no, I think he he was seemingly doing well. I, I think Xavier is a really, really good player of any game he's playing in, and I think he kind of got a little unlucky this time. But before we go back and talk about this episode from the beginning, I just wanted to mention one thing. 
Joseph, and that's uh, yes. this episode coming out late on a Monday. Yes, um, we're very sorry. I do sorry. apologize. Why? Why yes. is that, Eric? Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, Joseph. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Um, yeah, yeah, it's I coming out late it because earlier. of me. No problem. <laughs> it was my run, one request going into this, but that's okay. I spent this weekend actually uh, playing in a live Survivor game for the first time in my life called Outlast. You can check it out on, I think, Instagram and Facebook. Maybe maybe just Facebook. Uh, Whoa. Outlast, uh, a live reality game. It was three days in the woods. It was fucking miserable and also fun in all the best ways. It made me realize just how badly I'd do on Survivor, really, uh, which was helpful. And uh, just got back from that, and I've been taking a lot of Advil, and uh, now I'm ready to podcast again. So uh, thanks for your patience. We'll, we'll, we'll get next week's out on you know a better timing. Maybe. Uh, Eric, um, <laughs> did you bring shame to the podcast? Uh, Shane or shame? Shame. Did you bring shame? I mean, I like to think that I bring a healthy amount of shame to the podcast every week because I'm always ashamed that I'm talking about the challenge on this podcast um, on a weekly basis. But I think this week, extra shame. Yeah. I yeah. feel mostly shame uh, for all of my actions this past weekend. So, so if you yeah. guys want to watch that, go on YouTube. And what is it called? Well, um, we just filmed it, so it will not be on YouTube. Uh, yeah. It, it, you may not know this, Joseph, but sometimes it takes time to edit these things. There's many, many hours of footage. Uh, you, you're not a video editor or anything, so I wouldn't expect you to know that. But in six months, check back on YouTube, uh, Outlast. Um, or if uh, you Actually like don't me, watch then it. you'll not do that. Yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> if anything, yeah. I would much prefer yeah, that you I don't watch it. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, back to the challenge. Let's focus here. Yes. Let's get serious, yes. Joseph. Okay. Yes. Where do you want to start? Okay. So we start off with, once again, Alyssa and Derek X talking about how they have to avenge uh, their, you know, their past failures, I guess, uh, on the cookout. Um, uh, I don't know a better way to put it. Um, and how they can't trust Xavier, you know what I mean? And they need to, they're waiting for the right time to take the shot at him. Yes, and four episodes in is the right time, apparently. Yeah. Yes. We already talked about this. I think this is just simply wrong, you know? Uh, but at the same time, I've never been brutally stabbed in the back in a game for $750,000. So I'm sure they got some emotional scars that they're working through. Uh, however, sure. I think Xavier is clearly incentivized to keep Big Brother together and to go to the end with these people. So, disagree. did I forget that Kylan too is like like manipulated the hell out of them? Maybe in some ways for Derek X more than Xavier, he got played by Kylan. Um, so is he gunning for Kylan too? I don't think we've gotten that confessional. It's a really good question. I don't know. It's it's yeah. kind of interesting that Kylan yeah. did a lot of manipulating. I don't know if he thinks he did. I I genuinely don't. I'm not sure. No, I think Kylan played a very honorable game, I would assume. Um, He's, yeah, definitely one of those <laughs> types. Also, Joseph, uh, you want to hear something crazy that happened in the intro? What? David gets not one, but two <laughs> confessionals. Oh, he's going home. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no joke. That was my instant reaction when I watched this. I was like, all yeah. right, it's David's episode to go home. Yeah, right David on thought schedule. he was going home. Once he saw he had a confessional, too, he's like, oh, God. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? Why did they ask me home, in right? here? Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> why do we say that? Death. They never bring me in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what is this place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, why do we say that, did Joseph, by the way, for me? anyone not familiar? Why, why is it uh, that this is the case? Um, uh, like just you know, challenge editing. You know, if you if we haven't seen you before, and then we start to see you, maybe you're talking about your kids, what you're gonna do with the money. Um, it usually means you're gonna go home. Uh, that episode, or at the very least, go into elimination. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very familiar pattern. Doesn't happen like all the time, hundred percent of the time. But here, it's like okay, okay. David's talking way too much. He's just yeah. doubled his total confessional count for the season. Something's <laughs> up. And so it, it kind of was, but kind of wasn't. Because I thought, I, I was like very close to feeling like I knew exactly what was going to happen this episode. I thought Dave was going to go home. He was going to lose the daily. 
and I thought that uh, Alyssa was going to win the daily and put Xavier in, um, or at least contemplate it. And it was mostly right, except uh, somehow, someway, David ends up not going home. But otherwise, that's like all they talk about at the beginning of this episode, right? Yeah. Um, I did think it was a possibility he could win the trivia challenge, too, because sometimes those are crapshoots, depending on the way they go. Uh, like, the format for this one was weird, where it was like, if you were so lucky to have the first, like, uh, answer, and then someone just, like, you know, failed behind you because they couldn't list a, a third president or whatever, then you would be screwed. Yeah. It was more than any other trivia challenge, luck-based, <laughs> I think. Like. Yeah. And not sometimes going first is great. Sometimes going first is bad. Like if it's, I don't know, name something that th- there's obviously four of, right? And then you go first and then the first like four people name it. Then you're like, well, shit, like uh, no one knows the fifth one of these things. I wish I was smart enough to come up with an example off the top of my head, but uh, I'm not. But you know what I mean? Like uh, right. it's like th- there's a point where like the obvious answers run out. Catwoman was a good one. I, I think that the first two, a lot of people could have guessed, and then the the other actresses who played Catwoman, no shot. I mean, for I, of course, reason, wouldn't be able to name more than one. For some reason, Anne Hathaway did not come to my head, like, initially. For some reason, I knew that. And I think it's literally just from a ton of commercials that I remember seeing for her. Um, I would have forgotten Halle Berry. Is that sad? Uh, that was the first one that came to my mind. I think that is yeah. sad. But that was a probably terrible movie most too. People. So it's probably not. It's not like you know. It's it's not the thing you want in your memory the most. Um. Yeah. And I'm not a, a cinephile at all. So I I will never do well. It might be the worst film of all time. Really? Wow. It's up there. That's it's up there. It's pretty bad. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe so bad that it's memorable that she was in it. Then I don't know. She, she won a I, Golden Raspberry for worst actress for that film. Oh, nice. That's, that's and she's one know. of the rare actresses to accept it in person. Oh, well, that's pretty cool, actually. That makes me like her yeah. more. Uh, Which is a her. great speech. If you guys want to look it up online, it's hilarious. But we're getting sidetracked here. <laughs> I'm typing that in Google right now for after the podcast. It's it's very funny. She she owns it in a very hilarious way. It's great. Uh, uh, that's Perry so cool. Yeah. Can I say one thing before we just completely start talking about the challenge, the daily? Yes. Um, Xavier has a confessional that it might be a Franken bite, of course. This may be forced upon him by the producers in some way, shape, or form. But he says that he's long past all the lying and manipulation of Big Brother 23. And I just wanted to mention that because it's like, dude, you, you can't say that. You won. You you were <laughs> the one doing the lying and manipulating. How can you say you're past all that? <laughs> like, what? I, I thought right? I, I thought he sounded like the bigger person here, uh, being able to let go of the fact that they all voted on him to win uh, $750,000. Yeah. So mature of him. So mature yeah. of him to just let all that go. Yeah. To just forget about say, that time when I he won. I will say this about Xavier. I don't think he was like, it's not like he was the most devious big brother winner ever, right? Like, he just seemed to kind of go into like a majority alliance. For he definitely snaked Kylan, I feel like, near the end there. With telling him, like, hey, I'm going to take you to the end all the while. Kind of, like, not really intending on doing that at all. And then when he has the veto, not using it or voting him out. or I don't remember exactly how it worked out. but Yeah, something about a nephew. Uh, yeah, he definitely <laughs> he definitely stabbed Kylan pretty hard at the end. But on the other hand, Joseph, yeah. he's, he's moved past this. So, Yes. <laughs> Kylan and Alyssa, clearly not. Uh, we have the trivia challenge. For some reason, they haven't been able to move past it as fast as yeah. Xavier. <laughs> Danny mentions uh, Kiki again. Uh, yeah, this this is four in a row, right? Four for four? Four Can episodes, four mentions of his wife. And I feel like he might <laughs> have two time. in one episode. And one of them. Um, yeah, move on over, Nicole and Amira. I think uh, you're not the only reality stars gunning for an amazing race slot. Uh, why is Danny talk about Kiki so much, dude? I don't understand. I will take Danny uh, and Kiki over uh, Amira and Nicole. That's for sure. <laughs> well, we all would. Come on, yeah. obviously. But but do you think the producers, after a while, were like, Danny, keep on, like we're gonna make this a thing. Like, oh, is this <laughs> I Danny, think so. Yeah, is this Danny naturally just bringing up Kiki at every chance he gets? Like, 
Yeah, what are they like? So, Danny, tell us about uh, the third round of the trivia. And he's like, yeah, so my wife Kiki, uh, she loves trivia. <laughs> we do bar <laughs> trivia all the time. It's like, oh, my God, please stop. This guy. We can't not include it now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who's worse, Joseph? Uh, Danny and Kiki or Leo and Katz? <laughs> I think it's like, I, I, I feel like... People bringing up Leo talking about cats a lot is happening more than us seeing Leo talk about the cats. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, you might be right, but I think that's only because the editors are sparing us the brunt of his uh, his insane <laughs> behavior. Yeah, like the, surely there's like for every one thing we do get, there's probably a hundred times he mentions cats that we don't this, see it. Has was this been a storyline for Leo throughout his amazing race career as well? Or no, like I don't think so. Like maybe a little bit. I don't know. There's a recent development in his life. Okay. Look, I've watched his seasons, but I don't. I'm not an amazing race super dork like I am with these other shows, so I I can't say for sure. I'm sure he liked cats on them, but like it's like. He's going into the challenge saying, I'm going to make cats my thing. By God, come hell or high water, people will associate me with cats by the end of my run on the show. And I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And I feel like it makes people not want to be his partner. I feel like, I feel like they're like... <laughs> well, that and some other things, <laughs> Joseph. Yeah. I think there might be some other factors. Right. Did he see when um, he uh, he laid out his clothes before entering the water in the swimming and the, challenge? The preview for next episode looks like he almost dies. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how Leo. We'll see. This is um, a pretty funny episode. The more I think about it, I'm, I'm having a it ball had its right moments. now. It had its moments. Um, and so uh, they get up there. I actually really thought Cinco's reaction was really funny uh, to watching the first team fall. Which was uh, David and Kira, I believe. Mm, yeah. Or it might have been... It might have been... Uh, Maybe. No, I'm sorry. It might have been Danny and uh, Kira, I mean. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, anyway, I think it was. Cinco's, the language. Cinco's reaction was Mexican, really funny. Spanish. Um, yeah. Um, it was. He was great. He was great. Uh, it was yeah. a very natural reaction. We, we, we love it when they talk about TJ and how much he enjoys trivia and people falling from heights. Uh, right. So this was like, it was, it was nice to see a fresh crop of, of all new players on the challenge. Get to experience yes. that. Yes. The, the, the scared shitlessness of it all. Um, Cache says that mm-hmm. the, people are eating brunch right now at this time. Yep. Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> was, was, was I missing something with that I thought that was funny uh, like she's basically saying like we're doing this right now and other people are doing like you know nice you know nice things I thought it was funny I don't know yeah um, um I, honestly I probably uh, just missed that maybe there's something about the tone I don't know to me it's like uh, like you signed up for this you know yeah. it's, like what do, what do you expect it's kind of a, like a dry sense of humor type of joke it wasn't meant to be like complaining or whatever I, I just think she was okay really funny. yeah you know what um, I I, rec- I recuse myself from commenting on this because I simply don't remember it and it's yes. really just not my place how many currencies can you list off the top of your head oh my god okay um off the top of my head, I'd say the U.S. dollar, the euro, the Japanese yen, pound sterling, Australian dollar, Canadian dollar, Swiss franc, Chinese renminbi, uh, Hong Kong dollar, and, and the New Zealand dollar. I believe would be uh, number ten. Um, yeah. How'd I do? And you just knew, how'd I do? You just knew. You just knew all those naturally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't I actually, know. I, I looked these up and put them into my notes, and then I quickly realized that no one no one cares, and I stopped doing that for all the other questions. <laughs> if anyone's curious. I think I knew four presidents. Oh, the presidents one I would have gotten. I, I was actually very disappointed at Tyson for that. Um, oh, that was yeah. history is more my speed than Catwoman actresses. I gotta say. I feel like I wish I would have paid more attention to history in high school. I feel like I find it cooler than I did when I was younger. Well, here's a cool part. You can learn about history through fun YouTube videos instead of boring textbooks nowadays because you're not in classes and you don't have homework either. So. Like the world's waiting <laughs> but then, for you, you know. But then I'll have nothing to regret learning when I'm forty. Well, you're right. What was I thinking? Um, <laughs> but by the way, side note: Tyson in his podcast um, did mention the fact that he was deeply ashamed that he could not name more than three U.S. presidents out of the first ten. So I, I applaud him for that. I do think that is shameful. 
This did inspire me to try to learn all 50 presidents, though. I think that is something I can do. Okay, how... how like Oh, like in the future, right? You don't know them In now. the future. Not right now. Did you, you didn't look this up, right? How many U.S. presidents can you name out of the first 10? Like, honestly, like, do you want to give it a shot? Um... Sure, I guess. Uh, <laughs> real quick, real quick, real quick. George Washington, John Adams, uh, John Quincy Adams, Benjamin yep. Franklin. Oh, I'm an idiot. It's Tom Shepard. Nope. Go home. He's not even a president. Classic mistake. I always Classic. get them confused. I always get them confused. <laughs> I could name three without getting it wrong. There you go. Hey, well done. Yeah. <laughs> good, good effort. Yeah. Uh, you're going into elimination, unfortunately, though. God damn <laughs> sure. it. Ask me Catwoman again. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Piper. <Chosen. laughs> so grab it. <laughs> but yeah, okay. But so if if you anyone missed it, um, there was that confessional from Sarah. What is Sarah? What is Sarah going on about when she says that Derek isn't as smart as people say he is, based on the fact that he didn't know Catwoman actresses? Like, is this like? Some weird production, uh, confessional soundbite thing happening. Like, wh- what? What? And then, and then she, her her way of making up for that is saying like the first answer to the hockey question, which is the Blackhawks, which have like some of the most Stanley Cups in recent memory. Like they like had a dynasty for a minute. So like, yeah, I, I don't know if that's like the most important. And how does nobody say Tampa Bay Lightning? What's going on here? <laughs> Like, or Boston Bruins. Come we on. Have two in a row. Come on. Like in 2020-21. And we were just in the Stanley Cup again. What's going on? It's really insulting. Um, I, I, I liked it uh, when Sarah got to that point in her confessional and she was like, Derek, uh, let, we're talking about sports now. You're not that smart. Leave this to me. It's like, what? did she and Derek get in a fight? Seriously, did they get in a huge fight that didn't get aired? I, Where's this animosity think- coming from? I think that Sarah might attempt to do this type of humor sometimes, like the uh, the Tyson Apostle, uh, where she's just like drive, but she can't pull it off. I think I think this might be her attempt at being funny as well. Uh, I think you're right. That's what I saw other people say in uh, the challenge subreddit. You might be right. And speaking of which, if you're interested in uh, painful attempts at humor, check out Outlast coming sometime this uh, <laughs> December on YouTube. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, but I'm not going to tell you which contestant you should watch that out for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could be any no, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Nor should them. you root for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Danny summons the power of Kiki to get the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins answer, which was impressive. This was, this was a cool moment. Yes. Yeah. He's, he reasoned it out. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was impressive. He's like, this is you got the alliteration. Rare the trivia challenges. It is. It is. It really is. It was uh, an impressive feat, especially under pressure. Not many people can do that when they genuinely don't know something. So this was pretty fun. And Danny's reaction is great. He's so likable, dude. I love him. <laughs> can I point out a pet peeve about the partners during these challenges whenever they do this with partners? And this would happen with, like, uh, like I noticed this with Desi and Leo. Like, Leo gave an answer at one point, and, like, Desi looked annoyed at him when he gave it because she knew it was wrong or whatever. But he just like said it anyway, and it's just like, it's not like you have a better answer. Like, <laughs> right. like, like what are you getting annoyed about? <laughs> like, 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 and I saw this like First a couple all, times with different people and their partnerships. Yes, I think okay, Kira might have been another one, although uh, it, results yes. may vary. Because what I want to explain is that first of all. This is hella reality. Uh, this is a podcast built upon sharing pet peeves. Secondly, yes. this is a production thing where, yes, they, they come up with an answer together. Like, they do. And they talk it through. No one's just blurting out answers. Like, if they are, they are a complete <laughs> yeah. idiot, right? So this was the best they could do. Sometimes when you don't know something, you throw out a Hail Mary on the one in a thousand chance that it might work, kind of like the Pittsburgh Penguins. And uh, so, like, yeah, don't, don't, don't act smart by saying, like, oh, bad answer. It's like, shut up. You, you, don't, know, you don't know. Yeah, anymore. Sarah, okay? you obviously didn't know Catwoman either, or you would have said it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God, Sarah pisses me off on reality TV shows sometimes, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, we tried to give Sarah and Kylan another chance, and you know, you know <laughs> yeah, they're soiling yeah. themselves, which I know they care so deeply limit. about. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like that. Yeah, Kyland, uh, uh, your second chance has come to an end, Joseph. Is that is that fair to say? Are we getting a one star from Kyland if he listens to the podcast? It's kind of oh, oh my god! If we do get a one star, we'll know exactly where it came from. <laughs> Kylan, you're great at this show. I thought everything you said on Big Brother made total sense. Uh, you're very succinct when you speak. <laughs> Yeah. Love how you eat your food as well. Yes. No problems with that. Yeah. Totally agreed with everything you said with Xavier when he walked out. That was all great. All, all fair you game. Know, uh, you know what I thought was so, funny was how Kylan knew every single Zodiac sign instantly. Like, he he totally oh, knew. He's exactly I knew that he'd be person. great at this challenge of just knowing useless bullshit and being able to, like, spout it off. <laughs> Something, like, nobody cares about. Like, no offense yeah. to all the uh, Zodiac uh, astrology people out there. Well, you know, some offense. I think, but, also right there. <laughs> but also huge offense. But also huge At least some offense. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, look, his, his trivia and base is impressive. We're just jealous that we, we can't even come close to matching that. But, like, Zodiac signs specifically, like, that is such a Kylan move. That is classic Kylan, knowing every Zodiac yeah. sign. I bet Kylan but knows he wins. all, like, the... Knows all the categories of, like, the Myers-Briggs, too. But, yes, um, Alyssa and Kylan win. Um, and um, a, there's a lot of confessionals this episode about Alyssa and Derek. It's like Alyssa and Derek. Even, uh, you know, after she wins the challenge, she talks about her and Derek together. Yeah, dude. I thought this was kind of a one-note uh, uh, episode. You know, I mean, trivia was yeah. fun and all. And there were some funny moments. Mostly, like... Funny moments that we're digging out of the rough, though. Like, we're finding these moments in spite of the show. The show is all about exactly one story and one story only. And that was this revenge story. Yes. Um, and we get this talk. Uh, they sit down together. And it seems pretty jovial at first. But then Kylan does bring up to X, like, ah, well, you know, you have broken my trust before. And X... Um... He makes a joke here that didn't quite land uh, about, like, because uh, I feel like he was doing, okay, first of all, on reality TV, never do this. Never threaten people. I feel like this never works out well. Um, and even, even if it's done Truth. in a funny way like he was doing it, I've never seen this work out on reality TV where if you say to somebody, well, if you send me in and I come back, I'm coming after you, like... Maybe only with Laurel against Devin on free agents. <laughs> Do I remember like that actually working? Yeah, it's it's simply because no one wants to look like a bitch on television. So if you challenge yes. someone like that, like what are they going to do? They're like, well, now if I don't do it, I look like a total bitch. I think that might single-handedly put Xavier in, honestly. It's, it's like yeah, a law I, of reality TV. <laughs> we saw Alyssa's reaction. She was pretty annoyed by it. Um... I think that X, and maybe he did and we just didn't see it, but I just feel like he really needed a hammer down home here. Like, hey, when we played the first time, we were complete strangers. But now I know you guys, and we're friends, and we're close, and I would never send you guys in. Like, like this is absolute craziness Like for you to send me in, if you were even considering it. Like, like, like I'm, gonna, I'm trying to bring yeah. you guys to the end with me. Like, even if you guys beat me because of what happened. Like, I just... Maybe we didn't see that, and maybe he didn't feel like he needed to do that, too. Um, which, understandable. No. But once they bring it up to you, I feel like you got to go all in. I don't know. You know what I think? I think, honestly, um, Xavier made one simple mistake, and that was um, overestimating Xavier. Uh, sorry, overestimating Kylan and Alyssa. I think that he thought this was <laughs> such an insanely dumb move. Like, yeah. I don't think he even really conceived of it. I think he uh, was completely blindsided. And, and I'm relying in part on Tyson's uh, podcast once again. Uh, in that <laughs> shared a funny tidbit. Go check out the Tyson podcast on The Ringer if you haven't yet. You're crazy. Uh, that Xavier was so baffled by their pick of him that they thought that they meant the uh, the other team with a Shan. Shannon and Cinco. And, <laughs> and they're like, excuse me, uh, you misspoke. You you, uh, you did not mean to say Xavier. That's very funny, but you actually meant Cinco and Shannon. Like, and I think he was being serious. I'm actually not sure. But uh, anyway, I think he, like, didn't conceive of this happening is my point. Yeah, no, he was totally caught off guard. Um, and, yeah, I don't necessarily blame him. I guess once they threw it on the table like that, he maybe should have, like, been like, whoa, like, where is this coming from? Um, 
But I guess they didn't really ever explicitly say to him, like, oh, we're actually thinking of throwing you in. Um, right. But maybe they he just said, like, vibe. you did break my trust once. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then him, maybe, maybe that's why he said it in a joking way like that. Because he just thought, like, oh, this is, like, funny. Like, this is not, like, a real possibility of something that's going to happen. Which I think so. for thinking. I, a couple of people were pointing out, like, the fact that Xavier threw Tiffany under the bus. But if you guys remember the details of that scenario, it was Tyson and Angela who were ultimately going to throw the person in. And there was only these couple of choices on the board. It was either Xavier throws himself under the bus or throws Alyssa under the bus, basically. With Tiffany, point. right? Like, it was one right, of them. Right, right, exactly. So, yeah. like, whereas here, Alyssa and... Um, Kylan really had a lot of choices they they could have picked from, seemingly. Yeah, and if any, like the past episode, um, I don't know if it's it's easier to tell on TV probably, but Xavier was picking Alyssa over Tiffany, right? Essentially. Yes. <laughs> and 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 uh, and not for nothing too, but Rob talked about this with Xavier in his ex interview, and it's like who knows how far Alyssa would have made it on Big Brother without Xavier too. If he wasn't, like, you know, being like, I want this, you know, Alyssa to be my person who, who makes it to the end. Right. How much that is worth versus, like, uh, you know, getting out, you know, 10th or 11th or whatever. I don't know. Um, you know, versus, like, 7th place. But it might have landed her a spot or a call on the challenge. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> to inevitably stab him in the back, seemingly. Um yeah, I just don't think this move made a lot of sense. I gave Alyssa the benefit of the doubt, and I listened to her podcast with Devin and Devon, where she explains her reasoning. And to me, it all just came down to, like, she felt like she couldn't trust Xavier, and she felt like she had good enough relationships in the house. Um, I could see maybe if she felt like she hadn't been, okay, I haven't been paired with Xavier yet. And maybe if we do land on a pair together, maybe we'll be a big target if we don't win. I could see maybe that. Um, but other than that, I don't, I don't really see an angle for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of, lot of steps ahead. Yeah, I yeah. don't I don't either. It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's like she didn't watch Big Brother 23 uh, because Xavier really was trying to work with her and said so many times, like, I... If it wasn't for this cookout and the significance of it, like I absolutely would, you'd be my number one. And to get rid of that makes no sense. All right, but we've we talked about that. You know, we I think we know uh, that's our stance on it. Um, yeah. I liked how once again Tyson is very confused by how everyone seems to be playing for him in this game, which I've I've enjoyed this running theme of the challenge as well. Even when Tyson doesn't win, it's like people are helping him out and he's like why are they doing this i don't understand <laughs> yeah it's but I this love is great it. man for, how great is the the challenges the tyson show for for us two huge tyson guys it's probably it's, super it's, annoying for anyone who doesn't like tyson <laughs> yeah if you don't like tyson uh first of all suck it uh second of all um this has been great to have uh the uh, it's kind of bittersweet too because I, I feel like man if we could have gotten him on when he was younger we could have had a lot of great years of Tyson on the challenge. Uh, but I also like seeing him in this position too, where he is just strategically leagues ahead of a lot of these newcomers and he can just kind of make fun of them in confessionals and stuff like that. It is funny. And as a survivor fan, if there's any other survivor fans out there who like Tyson, then you may also feel as though after watching his winners at war performance, where he was really never able to get off the ground it's nice to see him back to his strategically dominant self, uh, which I think is is justified. Yes. Uh, and we're justified in saying he is one of the strategic greats of the show, despite the fact he's played four times um, because of, you know, his, his just mind. His mind is great for the games like this. Okay. Yes. We see I've gotten that out of my system. It might, catch up, it might catch up with him again, though. Uh, his his well, past uh, problems as a survivor player. We'll see. Might come back to bite <laughs> Well, let's enjoy this while we can then. All right. Yes. You want to talk elimination? Yes. Um, eliminations with glass. I I don't really <laughs> I don't really trust the child safety department ever with that. Um, I do you remember like Tim Beggy in that one <laughs> elimination, and he had he had like glass in his leg for like in his leg for like almost the rest of his life. I'm pretty sure. 
Oh my god. No, I I did not see that one. Uh, which season was that? I think I, I didn't I catch that one. I believe that's the Inferno 3, and it's him versus Alton? Yeah. Damn. Um, well, luckily for David, or unluckily perhaps, he probably has not seen that and was willing to go completely all in on this challenge um, never trust the producers okay never trust the challenge producers heights over water glass uh, really anything <laughs> don't, don't yes. trust them they were pretty good but in not first, letting people die but like barely first of all we get Alyssa and kylan sending in uh xavier uh to his shock and amazement and they have like this plan that was kind of formulated by angela to like put it all on shan and be like oh well it was because of shan we haven't even talked about shan really uh she wasn't a huge part of yeah this i was just thinking the same thing <laughs> oops yeah um but she goes on this episode and her her device was kind of anticlimactic it felt like more of like a you know we were getting set up for shan to go home because of her scheming and stuff like that but it really seemed like it was all just pettiness from kylan and Alyssa, that was her demise um but right. what do you if, think if about- anything if, if anything i would just like to say that she she, she kind of clocked it right like she was getting scapegoated in this oh yeah this, this this was like um i feel like shan came off good like in some ways because like yeah. her strategic senses were right about everything that was happening and, and her critiques of what the other players were doing strategically were right on point too um you know we say how she's sketchy and all this stuff but who knows just like on survivor she can get her teeth planted in somewhere she can last a while um so who knows how far she could have gone if not paired with xavier in this exact scenario yeah i i 100 she was not the problem here even though the edit really made it seem like she was gonna look like an idiot at some point uh and, and lose because of it you know what this reminds me of though joseph I was talking about Survivor 41 with a friend, and I was talking about how like you know it's cool to see um, it's cool to see Shan really dominate the game. Like we haven't seen a strategic mastermind come out like that in a while, even though she did kind of peter out at the end. And he was like, "Yeah, but have you ever really thought about who is on her starting tribe?" And I thought about it, Joseph. I went through the members one by one and kind of <laughs> realized that. They're not really that smart, besides Ricard and her partner. Like, they, maybe, maybe they were some of the most gullible tribates we've had in a while. Between JD and Jeannie and Brad, like, <laughs> come on. Like, maybe this wasn't the most impressive feat that I kind of thought it was at first. So, anyway. How, uh, how dare you? Side note. Side note. Yeah, um, yeah let's, uh, so, so Xavier and Shan are going in. Um... And there's like an interesting format here. You get to choose, I guess, if you want to follow the instructions and break the appropriate glass, like you and your partner have to switch off. Or you can just have the, the one, one team member smash through all the glasses and go as fast as possible and accumulate five-second penalties. What do you think of Xavier's decision to just go for it? I didn't think... I think once you saw how quickly the women were able to break it, it became almost pointless. If it was like more difficult to break where you had to like, even as a dude punch it a couple times to like break it, then I feel like it would have been a good strategy. But it seemed like if you just hit it hard, it would break like pretty easily. So I think that I understand where, where his thinking was, where it's like, okay, well, if this is going to be, if this is going to be really difficult for Shan to break, then I would rather just do it. And then we'll see how it goes. But once they actually played it out, I, I think it was... I understand where he was coming from, but... Yeah. Here's a crazy thought. <laughs> the penalty was five seconds, right? Five seconds per pain broken incorrectly. Yeah. What about this? What if they start doing it where Xavier breaks his pains and Shan breaks hers... And if Shan takes more than five seconds to break a pain repeatedly, then do the Xavier strategy. Yeah, yeah. Why not try it out and kind of see if it takes her five seconds to break the glass or not? You know, like what's what's the harm? What's the harm in giving that a whirl? Yeah, they're definitely that definitely would not be my inclination in this situation. Uh, I will say that. I, I will say I would definitely lean on the side of let's follow the rules here. 
Um, like try it at first and then if she can't do it fast enough then like yeah then you're like okay now the penalty is worth it you know it's kind of weird i thought yeah i i I didn't think it was a great decision i understood his thinking but you know um in the end uh, also too they were gonna like have the opportunity to kind of look at the puzzle too um even before it so if it was that big of a deficit you know they were gonna have time to look at it beforehand before actually doing it um you know, which I don't know how much that helps before you. It wasn't a good decision. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so, um, but I don't think it was the worst decision in the world either. That's the, that's where I'm coming down on it, I guess. Um, so um, somewhere between worst decision in the world and not good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's fair. Like, I agree. Well, well, I could see somebody being like, "Oh, that's a really bad decision." Like, all because like it ultimately sent him home, right? um so like you know possibly if he was within 30 seconds it looked like they weren't that close with the puzzle though right i feel like they looked pretty close were they kind of close i don't know maybe it did send him home who knows yeah uh, on the I other hand like, though i, I like mean it was the penalty's fault for sure credit where credit's due though david and justine might have been faster anyway they might have just simply been faster they looked like they were going so hard uh especially david and you gotta imagine david is extremely hungry to not go home quickly on his uh, third season, he yes. he, he, he must know that he's... <laughs> of Cliff Hogg in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, Ovi. exactly. Like like on the one hand, David knows like yeah, of course I'm gonna be cast on more shows because that's simply how life works for me. Because I, I have the, the blackmail on on this CBS Viacom executive. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Yeah, we all know this. Like, let's just call it what it is. He's he's got some dirt. Uh, it doesn't yeah. matter how many shows he promptly exits. But on the other hand, it, it would be a bad look. So he's like, I really want to win this one, and by God, he does. And good job, David. Yeah, he, he, he got his episode. I like him. I like him for the effort that he put into this. And uh, congrats to him and Justine now as well. Good job, Justine, for winning another thing. First a daily, now an elimination. So they, they get the job done, they have a little time advantage, and then they put the puzzles together faster, and just like that, it's over. Yep, and um, everybody is very happy, except for Xavier and Shan. Uh, Shan calls Alyssa Megamind uh, and says that she's not a good strategist. Uh, she went in on her even further uh, in podcasts and on Twitter, um, I won't even get into some of the stuff she said about her and Angela because they were just totally out of pocket um, and basically really? accusing them both of being racist. Um, and she called Angela a Klan's woman uh, based off a comment that she made on what? Big Brother. Yes. Based off a comment that she made on Big okay, Brother, well, what which was the admittingly, what was it? it was when she referred to her skin as being ghetto, which is a terrible thing to say. Um, Angela was like, oh, I'm getting tan. My skin looks so ghetto. Terrible thing to say. But to compare that oh. to mm. being an actual, like, she apologized for that. And, like, you know what I mean? And they, they told her at the time to, to say that she's a clans woman and an active racist for something she said five years ago. Um, I don't know. I, I, it just doesn't seem fair. Yeah, once again, wow. Talking about race, uh, don't feel, never feel qualified. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I think that it's probably somewhere in between that. Um, it feels like to me, God, this is so scary to say anything. It feels like to me that um, Shan has a little bit of a, a history with this, right? Like there was one time when, Someone posted, it was like a podcaster, Jessica Lee's posted a picture of like four people from Tribal and they were all white people and Shan took offense to that and it was like, pretty sure she's just posting a picture of four emotional faces. It's 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 hard to explain. I don't know why I'm doing this. Anyway, this no, is like not think, the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah, she, there's there's been some instances of this and, and the thing, and she's like attacking Angela's looks as well, um, as well as uh, Alyssa. And it's just like, aren't you supposed to be like Christ-like or like, aren't you like, you know, this pastor? Like, doesn't seem like uh, handling things with kindness or 
uh i don't know just like making fun of the fact that she has fillers or whatever just i don't know just childish honestly is the best way to put it you don't think jesus would have made fun of people for wearing fillers for getting fillers joseph you know what you might be right actually i never met him and i don't (laughs) think i've ever i don't think i've ever read that book that he wrote shan's not very christ-like in a lot of ways yeah i've noticed um yeah, I that comment clearly is is um is wrong. This is clearly very wrong, but I do you you have you you remember this uh you remember some things happening that you disagree with a lot of the time and it's like add this one to the list. It does feel like a bridge too far. I don't know. God, um I mean, I don't think we're saying anything crazy here. I feel like most people no. would I'm just trying yeah. to process it all and like try to be fair yeah. and understanding. That's all. Um, I, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'll tell you my honest thoughts. I, I think Shan is a really poor sport, you know, and I, I really disagree with a lot of things she says. So, um, frankly, and happy to see her here. Yes. Yeah. Happy to see her go yeah. home. And at this point, you know, I'm good with her on reality TV. If she's going to keep trying to, you know, do stuff like this, affect people's personal lives and stuff like that with her words outside of the show. And I just feel like she needs to be careful with, with some of the things she puts out there. Yeah. Uh, concur. On the other Um, hand, I think Xavier went out of the game with one of the best exits (laughs) that I've seen in a while. I thought he looked like a badass and I watched this episode with my roommates and they completely agreed with me. I don't know if that's like the of uh, the popular opinion on this, uh, but I I loved it. Yeah, no, same. Same here, dude. I thought it was it was on point. I think that he was not perfect this episode by any stretch, but I think his read that this was a mistake is a good one. Uh, for all the reasons that we already said. And you know what else I liked? I like that uh, he, he specifically named Tyson and the rest of the Survivor fucking juggernauts <laughs> Juggernaut. uh, are going to take you out now because you don't have backup. Um, and then, I'm so rich, y'all are broke, and y'all are stupid. It's just a great line. It looks, I mean, just for the challenge, up, like, that's a great challenge perfectly. line. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Summed it up perfectly. I hope that is becomes a challenge staple for years to come. And it might be my favorite favorite Xavier moment uh, through Big I Brother think so. and the challenge. <laughs> yeah. On on Big Brother, I mean, he was always fine, but I don't think he was a standout comedian uh, by any stretch. No. So I think this is this say, is his best line. I will say Xavier is funnier than people give him credit for. Um, but yeah, he, he, this was a great confessional by him and just, you, you could tell the competitor inside him was just like, what are y'all doing? Like, like this is like literally y'all just are shooting yourselves. Like, I think it would be one thing if it was like checkmate, bruh. Like, you know, like, like, you know, I understand this is a good move, like whatever. Uh, but like, this is, this wasn't, (laughs) it was just bad. (laughs) No, call it what it is. Yeah. So, yep, that's it. There goes my winner pick number one. Kira, it's all up to you. I instantly hated both my picks, really, the second I made them. Um, but uh, but yeah. I'm still holding out some hope that Kira can win it. Meanwhile, Sarah and Tyson are looking like pretty solid winner picks to me on your end. Um, and that's where yeah. we stand going into episode five of what has been, I think, a pretty good season. Pretty damn good season still. It has been a strong season so far. I'm curious how it's going to go now because we we got some big players out of the way. But we still have a lot of these Survivor players out of the way. All the Survivor winners are intact. And looks like Dom, this episode, was already talking about how he's threatened by Tyson. Then we see next episode preview, some other people threatened by Tyson's greatness. Um, and uh, it looks like, uh, it looks like, like I said before that, like, you know, these, this was his problem in token chains and seasons like that is, uh, mitigating his threat level. Um, so, so we'll see if that comes back to bite him or if the challenge, if he's just too good, if he's just too good and it doesn't matter what they try. Yeah. I, I'm interested too. Dominic, um, he's been getting the Dodo edit so far. So I, I gotta be honest. I don't really have high hopes for his plans. He but didn't know what an know. An, he didn't know that fish were animals. Oh yeah, I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Yeah, he, the editors are burying Dom this season. It's like really 
quite the opposite edit that he got on Survivor. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Seems We've like seen this before person. too. Wait, where in reality show history has someone also not realized? Oh, you know what? I might be thinking of a podcast. Scratch that from the record. Uh, anyway, Dom. Yeah, you know all 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 creatures on this planet that like walk around or swim or whatever. They're animals. They're animals. Like the fish is a subsection of animals. Okay, insects are a subsection. They're all animals. I don't know why this is a hard concept. Come on, Dom. I, I'm yeah. I, I realize that I'm thinking of a moment from a podcast, which is um, a little too obscure to reference. Okay. Anyway, um, I'm done. I'm done talking now. That about wraps Thank it you. up. I think for this episode. Uh, thanks again, as always, for listening. As usual, uh, I would like to humbly request that you give us four stars, the amount that we deserve, if you would Five be so kind. stars, Eric. <laughs> I just want someone to do it. I, I just want to see a four-star review rolling so bad at this point. No one ever gets... It's like usually like skewed. It's like a lot of fives and then some ones uh, or, or a lot of ones. You know, it's like a, the opposite of a bell curve. It's like a U curve. And I would like to change that. I want to have exactly as many zeros, ones, twos, threes, and fours, and fives. Except not zeros, because you can't give zero stars. Is that so wrong, Joseph? <laughs> Didn't you say you were done talking? <laughs> Dude, I would just like to say that I still feel half delirious from this weekend. And I uh, I would really, I would have wished that this podcast ended about 20 minutes ago, honestly. And I might really chop this up in post. Oh, no, no, do that. I think uh, your delirium will hopefully make for good podcasting. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, the epi- we'll hopefully get out the episode sooner than this, but you never know with us, I guess. Maybe Eric will sign up for a pottery class or something like that, and then we'll have to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we make no promises or anything, but, like, I'm around. Are you around this weekend? Uh, like, I, we, I can do this as soon as... Um, Friday, Friday evening, maybe yeah. even Thursday late night. I get home at like nine yeah. on Thursday, so that's been tough. That's been tough this season, but uh, we're doing the best we can. Yes, and uh, you know, we we do it. All right, see you guys. <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding. I'm gonna like just lop off the last fifteen minutes of this podcast. I think. Bye. Bye.